Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi there, welcome back to the Old Testament podcast, and today's episode is going to be Daniel chapter 8. So I'm going to read the heading, it might give us a better, a better introduction. Daniel sees in vision a ram, Media and Persia, a he-goat, Grecia, four other kings, and then, in the last days, a fierce king who shall destroy the holy people, but he shall be broken when he stands up against the Messiah. So it sounds like there might be some last day stuff in here, huh? Though much of what Daniel saw in this vision is now history, it is not part of the Old Testament. Most of what he recorded in this chapter was fulfilled between 500 B.C. and the time of Christ, a period with few Old Testament writings describing it. This history is summarized in Enrichment K in the Old Testament manual, uh, the Institute manual. The vision in Daniel 8 focuses on the second and third empires spoken of in Daniel 7. The two-horned ram symbolized the Media Persian Empire and the horns represented the kings of Media and Persia. The one horn, which came up last and was higher than the other, represented the Persians, who finally dominated the alliance and assumed power over the Medians. The goat that came and smote the ram break his two horns and cast him down to the ground, significant or signified Alexander the Great and his Greek empire. The word kolar used in verse 7 means anger or wrath, Alexander himself fit the description of the great horn. At age 32, Alexander died in the height of his power. When he was strong, the great horn was broken. After he died, his four chief generals carved up the empire, and they seemed to be the four notable horns that came up instead of the one. The little horn that came from one of them was, has generally been interpreted to represent Antiochus IV, or Epiphanes, who ruled Syria in 175 to 164 BC. He persecuted the Jews bitterly, declaring observance of the Mosaic Law to be a capital offense. George Reynolds and John uh, Jan Shodal wrote that this little horn represents Antiochus Epiphanes is a view entertained by most ancient writers, but this does not exclude the probability that the great and abominable power previously referred to and which is the church of the devil is pointed to by the prophet as necessary to the complete fulfillment of this prediction of his prediction. What Antiochus was to the Jews during the time of the Maccabees, the church of the devil has been to the church of Christ in all ages. Though Antiochus IV may fit the conditions described by in the prophecy, he seems to have been a type of those who function through the power of Satan and seek to cast down the stars of heaven or the children of God, and seek to magnify themselves against the prince of princes, who is Christ. Antiochus IV took away the daily sacrifice of the temple and cast down the place of the Lord's sanctuary. That's from Josephus. Similar events occurred during the Roman era after the coming of Christ. Elder Parley P. Pratt said, Now in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgression of the Jewish nation was come to the full, the Roman power destroyed the Jewish nation, took Jerusalem, caused the daily sacrifice to cease, and not only that, but afterwards destroyed the mighty and holy people, that is, the apostles and primitive Christians who were slain by the authorities of Rome. That this prophecy refers to more 
than just the time up through the Maccabean period. It also indicated by two phrases in Daniel 18 verse, verse I'm sorry, Daniel 8 verse 19, the phrase in the last end of the indignation means in the latter period of indignation or in the last days. The phrase in verse 26, it shall be for many days, means pertains to many days hereafter. And that was all out of the Institute Manual. So, verse 1. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me Daniel, after that which appeared unto me at the first. And I saw in a vision, and it came to pass, when I saw that I was at Shushan, in the palace, which is in the province of Elam, and I saw in a vision, and I was by the river, or water course, Ulai. Then I lifted up mine eyes, and saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram, which had two horns, and the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. I saw the ram pushing westward, and northward, and southward, so that no beasts might stand before him, neither was there any that could deliver out of his hand, but he did according to his will, and became great. And as I was considering, behold, a he-goat came from the west on the face of the whole earth, and touched not the ground, and the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. And he came to the ram that had two horns, which I had seen standing before the river, and ran into him in the fury of his power." <clears throat> And I saw him come close unto the ram, and he was moved, or enraged, with choler against him, and smote the ram, and brake his two horns, and there was no power in the ram to stand before him, but he cast down to the ground, and stamped upon him, and there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Therefore that the he-goat waxed very great, and he was very and he was strong, the great horn was broken, and for it, or instead of it, came up four notable ones toward the four winds of heaven. And out of one of them came forth a little horn, which waxed exceeding great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land. And it waxed great even to or against the host of heaven, and it cast down some of the host and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. Yea, he magnified himself even to the prince of the host, and by him the daily sacrifice was taken away, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. And a host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression, and it came down the truth to the ground, and it practiced and prospered. It cast down the truth to the ground. Then I heard one saint speaking, and another saint said unto that certain saint which spake, How long shall the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot? And he said unto me, Unto two thousand and three hundred days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. And it came to pass that when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning, then, behold, there stood before me the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Uli, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. The messenger sent to Daniel was the ancient prophet Noah. The prophet Joseph Smith explained the relationship that Noah has to the human family and thus gave great insight into why he was directly associated with events on the earth after his mortal ministry. The priesthood was first given to Adam. He obtained the first presidency and held the keys of it from generation to generation. He obtained it in the creation before the world was formed. He had dominion given him over every living creature. He is Michael the archangel spoken of in the scriptures. Then to Noah, who is Gabriel, he stands next in authority to Adam in the priesthood. He was called of God to this office and was the father of all living in his day, and to him was given the dominion. These men held keys first on earth and then in heaven. 
So you can see why uh, that Gabriel here, uh, we know that Joseph Smith said that Gabriel is Noah. So that's why we're talking about Noah having authority here. And so Noah is going to explain to Daniel here what the meaning of the prophecy is. Verse 17, so he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid and fell upon my face. But he said unto me, Understand, O son of man, for at the time of the end shall be the vision. Now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep on my face toward the ground, but he touched me and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the indignation, i.e. in the latter part of the period of indignation, or in the last days. For at the time appointed, the end shall be, the ram which which thou sawest, having two horns, are the kings of Media and Persia. And the rough goat is the goat of Grecia, and the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. Now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, four kingdoms shall stand out shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. And in the, in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences or riddles shall stand up. And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully and shall prosper and practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. And through his policy also he, ha- he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand and he shall magnify himself in his heart and by peace or in a time of peace shall destroy many, he shall also stand up against the princes, but he shall be broken without hand. And the vision of the evening and the morning which was which was told is true. Wherefore, shut thou up the vision, for it shall be for many days, or it pertains to many days hereafter. And I, Daniel, fainted and was sick certain days. Afterward I rose up and did the king's business, and I was astonished at the vision, but none understood it. Uh, So we can see from history that some of this we've seen has already happened, uh, but in talking about the last days, that perhaps this is about our time and that things uh, prior to the meeting at Adam Adam on Diamond will occur. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter. Bye.